Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. In this segment of Balls and Brew, we revisited the Scent Brewing Company. Uh, we were there about a year ago. They are off of Exit, off the 54th Street, 54th Avenue, actually, Exit, and, down, and near downtown St. Pete. Uh, they're in an area considered as Leelman. Um, it's uh, kind of close to Pinellas Park. It's kind of its own little island of, of beer goodness. Uh, we met with Chris Price, and we talked about uh, some of the delicious brews uh, they have at Descent Brewing. Uh, we tried a bunch of things, uh, from the Descent IPA to the Guava Milkshake to the award-winning Hazy Mangover. Uh, we also tried the Mexican Chocolate Cake, the last two uh, beers of which are quite spicy, but also super complex and very tasty. Uh, yeah, try it for yourself. Uh, once again, I've mentioned this before. Descent Brewing Company is its own little island out there um, in an area where there is a lot of craft beer, but it's which makes it a destination brewery, which makes it a place that you need to try. Uh, they also have amazing stores there. We had a great time hanging out with the Descent crew afterwards and some of the patrons. Um, they're, they're just good people, good beer. Uh, definitely want to give it a try. Find the beers that you like. They they have a they have the Saison de Parc, which is it's a little slightly different take on your on your Saison. The uh, Ginger Gadian, which is a, a wheat ale with um, ginger. They have a bunch of stuff. Um, the, some of these some things that uh, I will be trying on the air may not be to your liking, but they are a bunch of stuff that they, that will probably be to your liking because it's all super well made and once again it's a great variety of beers. So go out to Descent Brewing Company. So for now, mics are off, the glasses are empty. This is Balls and Brew. Cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full. Mm. It's time for Balls and Brew. Hey, Kevin, what are you doing? I'm just smelling this beer right here. Okay. It smells pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you don't get, like, inhaled beer. You could die doing that. I, I just, I'm, I'm, very, <laughs> I'm very big on smelling. I, I love smelling that's, a well, beer that's all a part of before it. I even taste it. Yeah, that's a part of taste. So, yeah, of course. So, we are here at the Scent Brewing Company with the man, Chris Price. How are you doing, Chris? Hello. All right, so now we're going to try a little bit of the beer here. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a beautiful set of eight beers that we are going to uh, partake of. Mm-hmm. And so uh, let's, um, I think they're all different beers because they, you know, a lot of things on tap. And so let's start with the one at the end. We'll, we will work our way. Actually, you know, which, how, which direction should we go or how we should uh, be? Yeah, I, again, as, as long as we start with the lighter beers, I would save the, the heavier, the spicy beers for the end just because you're going to. This is probably the lightest it, it, right yeah, here. Yeah, that, so. like, that looks well, like the that's same an IPA. Um, oh, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, that's weird. an IPA, well, and, and you're holding the Saison. This is the Pinellas Park. Okay. That's oh, the yeah, Pinellas State Park. Right, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. the Parque. <laughs> yeah, this is nice. This yeah. is a very, I would call it a very neutral Saison. Yeah. It's a very neutral Saison. We dry hop it with Mosaic hops. So, um, right. again, just to... It's easy on... Actually, everything about it's easy. Yeah. So not a lot of uh, phenolic typical that you typically find in a Saison. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, not on the funky. It's not on the funky side at all. It's not even super dry either. Yeah, it's 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 just meant to be a clean, yeah, yeah. easy drinking Clean's beer. Probably good. Yeah, um, we put it's kind of like a dinner pair beer with somebody who doesn't like IPAs. Yeah, so we we recommend that a lot to people that come in when they say, "What do you have that's like Miller Lite?" Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so that's one of our lighter, just a clean beer. Yeah, good um, easy, beer. Easy, yeah. easy going. Um, yeah. uh, we added again the dry hops just to add some. Uh, a, a little unique spin on a typical 
your audience uh, here typically uh, request like I see a lot of Saison movement especially go down like say like further downtown Greenbench yeah. you see like all kind of Saison options yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. here did you find your users are asking for that no not a whole lot um, so it's, very, it's more introductory then. yeah we're very IPA heavy here mm -hmm. and okay. we're very yeah. uh, I knew there's a reason very, why I liked very, you guys so much very stout yeah. heavy so IPA yeah. second reason why I like you guys yeah, so exactly. much yeah. that's that's what our audience demands um yeah. I, again i'm a big fan of saisons i'm a big fan of like the funky and you've got a couple funky options here yeah yeah um yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that but that's not what our big draw is i mean i think what we're known for at this point is ipas is ipas for better yeah. for worse oh yeah yeah, yeah. got award-winning ipas <laughs> yeah. so you know. yeah heaven forbid you win multiple gold medals yeah yeah like gold medals, terrible, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Silver and your LeBron. business grows where you yeah, have like yeah. twice the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would want to deal with that? Yeah. Plenty of parking. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so. Average we'll saisons over award-winning IPAs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. So which way? Direction? Uh, so we can go. Yeah, we can go there. So that's that's the strawberry. Uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, strawberry uh, Brett. All right. So this is going to be more funky. Um, this is basically the same Saison base that you just had. Um, the difference is we pulled it out after primary, and we put it on um, about uh, 40 pounds of strawberries mm, you can uh, taste it too. per barrel. Yeah, and then yeah. we pitched a blend of Brett yeast, and mm -hmm. we let it go um, untemperature controlled. So we wanted some of those really funky barnyard aromatics yeah, yeah. to come out. So it is. Just um, let it go wild. Yeah, we call it our strawberry farmhouse. Okay, um, you could definitely taste. Oh my god, the, the strawberries! Strawberry nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it blends well with the funkiness actually, because it, yeah. it, it, it's like because you, you taste it. Okay, definitely funkier than the than the. the oh yeah, yeah. If you had that but with it, like it, strawberry shortcake, that would just be. We put a finish. lot of yeah. strawberries. I mean, like a lot of strawberries. It, but you know, like when I think of things, what I like about strawberry, like it can be sweet. Like strawberry yeah. can be like almost like candy sweet. Yeah. But oh, yeah, you yeah. have like this almost kind of like subtle sour. Yeah. It just kind of sits there. Yep. Yeah. And it just kind of neutralizes the oversweetness. For someone like yeah. myself who doesn't really lend to want super sweet, but yet I still get that intense strawberry yeah. flavor. Yeah. And, and we, so I think this was like a strawberry shortcake would be kick we, ass. We went yeah. way heavy on the strawberries, but the idea is again it it's probably set the the Brett sat on the strawberries uh, and the beer for about six weeks. Yeah. Uh, and okay. we did that on temperature control. It was, um, um, you know, we had some really warm days where. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was going to say, or do you not get the same, like, like it's, hard, it's hard to replicate yeah, one batch so, to another. Yeah. So it's one of those, you're, you're at the mercy of the, oh, uh, the, the Britannomyces. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> and, and we've done this before, uh, a, a similar batched this previously where we just use a single strand of Brett. So this was a little bit of an experiment that if we throw a whole bunch of different strands of Brett, what happens? Yeah, yeah. Um, How would you classify the difference? Uh, this one's far more funkier. Um, okay. The, uh, okay. The, Is that helping, hurting? Um, again, I think different people have different taste uh, uh, preferences. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the last batch we did was the strain of Brett. It was a little more acidic. Okay. Um, and okay. Uh, yeah. didn't have quite the the barnyardy, um, yeah, yeah. straw types of flavors come kinda, through. Yeah. Kinda. So there's going to be some people that that turns off. Um, there's going to be some people that that's what they like. Yeah. So, yeah. True. Um, I mean, a good thing about that's a good thing about beer, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah of as long as there's not like a major off flavor or something yeah. uh, terribly wrong. Right. It, um, it's drinkable. Yeah. And then there's this matter of how much do you like it. Right. You know. But yeah. when, when you're tweaking your recipes, I guess you're always looking for, hey, are we going the right direction or not? 
with, with farmhouses, I feel like you're kind of at the peril of, well, we brewed at this time and this is what happened. Yep. You know, and of course, you talk to someone like Bob, and it's going to be like, "Well, we put the we put the paddle in it on this day, and this is what happened." Yeah, this, well, this is what yeah, the flavor yeah, that came you, out. you can you have some control over it, right? So yeah. this batch was a little bit different from our first batch in that we used a um, a primary yeast that didn't attenuate as well, so it left quite a bit of residual sugars behind, and that plus the strawberries probably caused an increased degree of funkiness. Now, if yeah. I wanted to make it again, I could use a a Belgian yeast that, that maybe attenuates a little bit better yeah. and is going to ferment more of the sugars um, so that there's less for the bread to eat. And at that point, all the bread would have to eat, if it finished relatively dry, would be the strawberry sugars. Yeah, so yeah. it may express itself a little bit different. So this is part Stronger of our... Strawberry flavors, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, this is part of our... Uh, we, we do a lot of one-barrel experiments, um, yeah. and that's that's exactly what that was, was a one-barrel experiment. Okay. Um, and we do a lot of that. We'll brew a big batch of our saison, uh, for example, and we'll pull off and do different different experiments to see what happens. Are we working yeah. on a one-barrel pilot system? No, no. We, no. we brew a big uh, four-barrel batch, and uh, we'll... Oh, you segment yeah, we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll primary it all together mm -hmm. using a single yeast, and then we'll, yeah. um, we'll pull off what we want to do experiments. And that's exactly what happened with that. Yeah. That was pulled off our, our barrel batch for our Solera project, so we... Um, actually brewed a double batch so we had eight barrels yeah of uh of saison base and we pulled that off to do that experiment from that oh okay okay, okay. wow wow so okay well let's what should we try next uh, uh let's stay with funky for right now so let's go to the raspberry red Ooh. okay yes. right here. this is a barrel aged um, this was inspired. <laughs> well, that's when we released it, but it was in a barrel for a I year. I wish you guys could smell this. This <laughs> is um, basically a Flanders red recipe um, as far as the grain bill goes. Um, fermented Ooh. in red wine barrels oh, yeah. for uh, not quite a year, right that at a year. Wonky. Yeah. And yeah. then we put it on uh, raspberries oh, that's good. Um, and allowed it to re-ferment. So you get a lot of red wine, a lot of oh, raspberries. Yeah. These kind of were like freshly dumped wine barrels, so this is one of those where we kind of pivoted what the beer was going to be. Okay. The, um, the tannins are even kind of coming through a little bit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the the barrels were very expressive in this beer, so we yeah. did not go the traditional Flanders route with it and allow it to get really sour because of the amount of red wine. Um, but it's yeah. it's like silky though because of it. Yeah. So yeah. like that, that's gonna be hard to replicate. Yeah, we've actually got so we we wanted to see what happened. We actually put we had two two full wine barrels of it so 120 gallons we packaged one of them and we left the other one um just sitting on the raspberries so we're going to allow it to percolate for a little bit longer and see what happens what the bugs do yeah, yeah. um because it, it is truly a mixed culture beer so it's got saccharomyces pediococcus lactobacillus and Britannomyces all in it so there's some bugs that will um will ferment that thing basically completely dry um, yeah, and yeah. produce some uh, uh, some additional sourness in it as well. So we kind of want to play with it and see what happens. Um, we did not put it back in a red wine barrel after we fruited it. We actually put it in a neutral white because uh, I didn't want it picking up any more red wine flavor. Yeah, it has plenty. Uh, yeah, it's got <laughs> uh, it actually had more than uh, I wasn't really happy with it uh, at first because of how much red wine character it had. So yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens with it. But again, that's part of the fun of uh, barrel aged beers right, is yeah, yeah. you basically have to adapt to, to what happens inside the barrel. Oh, for sure. For sure. It actually, to me, it takes like a 
less sweet framois. Like a more, like if you could take the best of framois, like the Ashley raspberry flavor, a little bit of hint of sweetness, and take away the cloyingly sweet and add, and add more of a farmhouse funky yeah. actual beer you know, yeah. flavor. Because that's the whole thing with framois. I, d- I just kind of get like a rich... Like mildly carbonated, like like semi yeah, well, semi yeah, semi transparent red wine. Yeah. Um. But but you know but like of course wine would have no carbonation at all. Yeah. But but I get a lot of the the wine note characteristic mm-hmm. as well as kind of like feel like that like when you feel tannins on your tongue but they're not like pushing too yep. hard. Yep. So yeah. there's some really cool characteristics. I, I I almost feel like I just want to have like a big thing of dark chocolate. Yeah. Well, that's why we released it at Valentine's Day because yeah. when we were we were doing our our tasting panels, we're like, okay, this is this calls for chocolate. Absolutely, like it's, yeah. it's yeah. almost like screams yes. screams for chocolate. I, I feel oh, like yeah. my wife, who can't have beer, celiac disease, but I feel like dark chocolate lover. Anyone that's like, like you could get like a super bitter dark, like like a seventy five percent dark chocolate with that. Yeah, I think it would. Wow, it would be nice. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it, it's yeah, no, it's salad. It, it's um, I'd say it's 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 a, it's a different flavor. Like it it's is. not something I, I typically drink, but it's it's like really like like I said, it's just sweet up. It's like get fruity sweetness. Yeah, correct. Because not versus like there's you know obviously as you all know this sugar sweet and, and fruit sweet. <laughs> you know, well, like, when people right. when you're drinking wine and people tell you look for the fruit note or look for the f- taste of the fruit, sometimes it's yeah. really hard because because you're just kind of your tongue just gets blasted by the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. That is like I don't really taste fruit at all. It's, it's and you're just it's trying so to get drunk, subtle. So, no. <laughs> and, but but in this case, I I kind of feel like I, I get the little bit of the wine taste, but I get a little bit of the fruit taste. Yeah, also. I, actually, I don't taste as much wine because because wine you know has that like you know I have people say wine you know, certain red wines are jammy or whatever. Like I don't get a lot of that per se, but like I get it, it's it's definitely a lot of fruit. I mean, it's a yeah. blast of. Was the raspberries, which I, I love raspberries. Yeah, they were yeah. Re- they were just a red raspberry uh, puree. It was a it was actually not an aseptic puree. It was we got it from a local vendor where it was actually a fresh puree. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was fresh red raspberries. Um. And we put I think in the 120 gallons. I think we put like 88 pounds. So it was 244 uh, pound buckets. That's good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That'd so. be a lot of breakfasts for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It's yeah, no, uh, like yeah, it's definitely interesting, and it was the first thing that's come out of our our funky barrels. So we're getting ready to take our Solera, our first of our Solera out. It's been over in there a year as of March eighth. So it's um, nice. Yeah, nice. We'll see what happens. Nice. You got a lot of funky stuff here. I love funky stuff. That's oh, my man. that's my jam. Hell that's your yeah, jam. Dude. Yeah. That's my jam. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. So what's next? Uh, let's go to the Irish Red next, and Ooh. then we'll go through IPA land right here. Mm. <laughs> Who wants to go there? Yeah, I know. Oh man, yeah. So IPA land. Oh man. All right. So okay. So tell us about this Irish Red. It's traditional Irish Red. Um, we brewed it uh, obviously because of the season. Um, we had it around on nitro originally, but it's just a little bit Ooh, roastiness. Nitro. That'd be nice. Uh, a little bit roastiness. Just a very classic Irish Red. Yeah. And yeah. again, this is a nod to the traditional styles that I think um, get forgotten sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there is a trend towards beer flavor beer. Yeah, really, mm. really. Yeah, I, 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 I hear people I've never like heard that. of such thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
saying? So it, it's happening. I've yeah, heard beer flavored beer. Beer flavored beer. Is there a motivation behind keeping it so traditional? Like maybe not. You could have gone smoky, but didn't want to, or you could have done yeah, something yeah, that you yeah, thought would yeah. sell maybe more to yeah, masses. Yeah, again, um, I, I I didn't want to get too far out, especially with some of the Scottish stuff and the way you can add some smoke to it. I know that that can really turn some people off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I w- would probably not go that direction. Um, Unless I'm doing a specific smoke beer, which I'm, sure. I, I'm not yeah. sure I'd do that. I, I I personally don't care for smoke beers. Um, uh, I yeah, never, I'm I never, not. I, I never brewed a whole bunch of them when I was a home brewer. I there's think a I lot of one. four ounce good smoke yeah, beer out yeah. there, but but it's also not something you find tons and tons of. Yeah. But you mentioned Scotch, so my first thought would be: Is there a wee heavy in my future? There, there uh-huh. is a wee heavy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. We're gonna do. We've got barrel aged. Um, we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. So um, it's actually already on our brewing calendar. Um, okay. Okay. To brew. Yes. Uh, and we're going to do some some stuff with it that we're going to, I think, we'll set it apart from just a, a normal. Yes. We have So, Man. yeah. Love a lot me. of things to set you apart. Love that's, me some uh, we have Well, and, and that's what that's the, the fun of, of being our size. And that's one of the, the pluses of being so small is we can get away with doing some experimentation that bigger breweries. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't or make it would maybe be cost prohibitive for them to do it yeah maybe not willing to take a risk yeah. take that yeah. type of risk which you know whatever it's fair fair yeah. enough you know absolutely so, yeah yeah so no no that's no that that's it's just a smooth traditional beer um I, I actually um it's one of the ones i'm really proud of um okay and, and actually one of my did it compete um no no okay no. Oh, yeah, that's, um, what goes into deciding what competes and what doesn't compete pride pride a little bit of pride um, yeah, yeah. Some of it we want feedback on, um, um, but it's uh, the the feedback was a little all over the place. So uh, okay. um, yeah, <laughs> so, so some of it we submitted knowing um, that it wasn't going to win an award, but we wanted feedback on it. Yeah, so yeah, and yeah. objective well, that's, that's objective feedback, right? Because people come exercise. in here and yeah, they'll yeah. they'll, they'll want to tell you about your beer. Um, yeah. But they're not really qualified or trained. Yeah. Where yeah. you go to a competition like um, uh, Best Florida mm-hmm. yeah. um, Brewers, you have guys that are either yes. head brewers or they're trained judges. It's the same yeah. reason we enter at GABF, right? We know mm-hmm. in a sea of IPAs uh, or, you know, 300, 250 plus entries, however many entries, yeah, you're yeah, not going to yeah. win, right? At that yeah, point, right. it's basically a lottery. Yeah, 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 um, yeah pretty much. We're going to yeah. get feedback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we submitted some of our wild stuff, but it was more for feedback on, you know, are we way off the mark? Correct. Are we, like, mm-hmm. in the right zone? Mm-hmm. And for us, it's a learning exercise more so than winning an, winning an award. And you're yeah, not dependent yeah. on it because it's about business. It's about keeping the lights on, keeping the doors open. But in this case, yeah. you wanted to know, well, if we do this, what do the experts think? Right, right. Yeah, it, yeah. Again, it's that objective feedback because it's, you know, it's everybody's baby's uh, beautiful to them, correct. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. actually about getting that feedback from somebody that's objective, that doesn't really have a stake in the game, or doesn't really know you from anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and actually getting that feedback that hey, this is, I, I perceive these off flavors, or hey, this is not to style. Not that we really brew to ever, ever brew to style, um, but it's good getting that that feedback um, yeah, yeah. of where we can make improvements or maybe make changes to make okay. a better beer. Okay, cool, cool. No, that makes perfect. That's smart. That's that's yeah. 
Well, that's, that's what you do. do. You know, yeah, in, in, yeah. in any industry, I think you're constantly in a continuing education. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. think what you're talking about is essentially a CE credit. You're basically doing that, that exact thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And we'd love to know what people in the industry who are, I don't want to say opinion leaders, but maybe they're, not, they're more knowledgeable, they're more informed opinion. Yeah, and what yeah, do they think about our process and what we're doing? And if yep. there's something that we need to alter, we want to know. So a lot of this is kind of like a security check. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's benchmarking. I mean, you yes. have to look at... But with an expectation that yeah. we think we're going to score a certain level. Yeah, I don't even know that I went into it with that expectation. And that's why even the two medals were, were nice, right? You know, it was... I, I didn't really care about the score. It was more about the feedback. Yeah, that, yeah. And it was more about validation that am I headed in the right direction or did I maybe rely too heavily on internal um, tasting and, yeah, and making yeah. decisions? Because we're, we're trying to constantly, every batch to batch, we make tweaks. Um, the, of course. The, there's only a couple recipes that we've nailed down that we brew the same way every single time. Everything yeah, else, yeah. It's, before we brew, we sit down and we're like, all right, what was good about the last batch, what was bad. Um, and a lot of it's sitting down with even um, our beer tenders and, like, what feedback did you get? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, was yeah. it too sweet? Um, See, that's, that's intelligent that he's even gathering that information from the people who are actually at the tap. Oh, yeah. Well, but uh, there's – there, and, again, that's where you have to be careful, right, because there's customers that are paying to drink your beer, and then there's judges that are judging it to style. Correct. And those yeah. – those two things don't necessarily correspond. No, different. Not they're always. Different, they're different intent with, with right. both of those, right. for sure. So, well, yeah. even your award-winning beers, what was the feedback like? Feedback was good on both of them. So um, I don't remember the exact uh, feedback, but uh, they were both uh, – we had good feedback on both. Yeah, and, yeah. and we expected the good feedback on Hazy Mangover. So we actually entered our – you know, we had only been open like a month and a half. Um last year the prior year and yeah, we entered yeah. that and we got really good feedback on it then it didn't win anything but we got really good feedback on it yeah yeah um so we expected you know to get good feedback on it um a lot of it has to do with the way we approach pepper um okay. and we kind of wanted to see how that went over yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so well that is kind of the trick to balancing that beer yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. you gotta be able to control this crazy thing that who knows right <laughs> what it's going to do yeah it's really it's kind of like for, animal for us it's about from, making sure that you, you yeah. can yeah <laughs> you can taste all the flavors right correct it, we sell it as a mango habanero ipa yeah. you, you yeah. want to taste be it the late the layers there that you taste the mango yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. with um, a little bit of heat and you you taste the heat um, yeah. and you taste the habanero and not habanero heat you actually have the habanero, habanero flavor, flavor. my yeah. wife and loves you habanero flavor the, the habanero heat that that should come with it. the flavor yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Hell yeah. Well, so. well, where are we going from here? All right. We were so in IPA go, land. Let's go to IPA land. Let's just start with the Descent IPA. All right. And, and let's do how it. long have we been brewing the Descent IPA? And, and obviously, you put so much time and effort in that name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, I'm not the best with names. Oh, it, it, this is just our core IPA. This is just a um, just a straight IPA. It's, it's yeah, around yeah. 60 IBUs. Has flake dotes in it for for mouthfeel. So. Um, we brew it a little bit on the drier side, but with the flaked oats and stuff like that, it gives it a little bit more body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we use a lot of um, more mm. tropical hops, so it's very... It's like a subtle, like, vanilla. 
yeah, there's, yeah. There's a little bit of sweetness there. There's a little bit sure. of sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than you would typically get in an IPA. Yeah. So, so that's our, that's our core IPA. That's one that we've. It's like almost a backdrop of a little bit of a marshmallow, almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. It's, it's so yeah. different. It's so different. Well, maybe, and of course, yeah. my taste buds may be different than everybody else's, but I'm not, I'm not, it's not, like, if you're not a hop, don't, don't, like, sometimes, you know, you're like, hey, punch me in the face with hops. If you're not, if you don't want that, this is subtle. Yeah, so this is, again, on the lower end, IBU-wise, for an IPA. And we, yeah, we yeah. brew it that way intentionally. So it's only about 60 IBUs. Okay, um, yeah, So yeah. it's lower. It's crazy hoppy, but it's got, it's got some hops, though. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it again, most of our IBUs come from Lake Kettle Editions. And um, so we're not... More note. Yeah, we're not yeah. More aromatics looking for the bitterness. Correct. We're looking more for the flavor. And yeah, aroma. yeah, yeah. Well, can you tell us about the hop profile that's in your base? Yeah. Uh, like... Yeah, what hops? Well, what you don't have to tell us specifically uh, yeah, exactly yeah. which ones, but but yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 all the, the so it's uh, Azaka, Citra, uh, and Mosaic. Okay. Um, okay. So they're all very tropical. Citra is in there, but I'm I'm not getting a lot of citra hop. No, no it's, it's primarily not very citrusy. Actually. No, it's yeah. it's pr- it's more What's mosaic. What you get with citra? It's yeah. more mosaic. Um, yeah. You're not getting like a semi semi sweetness. No, I do actually. I'm saying yeah, I was, it's, yeah. It's, it's a little sweet. Actually, um, which which is good. It's it's um, it's not super like crazy hoppy. It's kind of like a little like you get that little. Bit it's a very virgin IPA. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like like if I don't want IPA, but hey, we'll try this one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, again, it's not. So that's more. Yeah, we we have uh, like more along this the lines of our double IPA and stuff like that. That's hoppier. Right. Yeah. But yeah, again, yeah. that's we wanted something that's going to be drinkable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole goal is to, again, I don't want to blow away your taste buds. Yeah, yeah. Um, we actually have a West Coast IPA on, on the schedule. I'll have to make sure yeah. I taste that because I'd love to taste that. And that's probably way more of like your, yeah, that's hey, more here's piney, a little more on the base. Yeah, that's and, more and, piney, and, danky. And, and yeah, I'm much yeah. drier. Dank yeah. is probably my favorite thing when it comes to yeah. if I'm going to have hops, I would probably prefer to have something, especially so, on, on the clearer side IPA. If I'm yeah. going to have like a less imperial level, then you know, punch me in the face with hops. So this, yeah. this one is brewed... A grain bill very similar to a hazy. It's just not brewed as a hazy. Uh, so, it's if if you looked at the grain bill, you looked at the the quantity of oats that we put in it. It's very similar yeah, to yeah. a hazy. It's we just don't brew it hazy. Yeah. So and you said you mentioned oak treatment or, or some type of, of yeah. wood wood treatment that you do to this, right? No, not this one. Oh, not this one. Okay. No, the frequency is the one we've done the wood treatment. Oh, yep. okay. My okay. apologies. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Um, next can be the guava milkshake. All right. All right. Guava milkshake. This is what I'm drinking. And so this is something that you didn't think was going to be no, popular. Was, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you heard about the milkshake thing. Yeah, no, like okay. Well, my, mine brings all the girls yeah. in the yard. I don't know yeah. about you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen um, with it. Our first batch. Um, I forget what fruit we used. Maybe peach. Um, it, but I, again, I saw it was, that actually. Yeah. yeah so you, you know, we it's it's our descent IPA. Uh, yeah, yeah. The grain it's bill is is yeah. is a well, no, it's not treatment. Um, it's a descent IPA as far as the hops, the grain bill, mash everything. At the end of the boil, we add in uh, lactose, mm-hmm. okay. so milk sugar. Yeah. Yep. Ferment it out, um, and then in secondary, it gets fruited. Okay. Um, and this one, we, we put um, about 80 pounds of guava in it. 
Okay. Wow, so wow. we wanted really heavy, a real yeah, heavy fruit yeah. addition. Uh, guava has, you know, between the pectin um, and guava and um, the adjuncts, uh, the yeast strain that we use, um, and, and of course the lactose, um, you basically have milkshake-looking beer, and it's yeah. gone over very, very well. Well, milkshake IPA has become the kind of, it's, it's among, I mean, I, we see like all we, trends. We, yeah, I think, like, I think yeah, we suspect this is a fad. It's a fad. It is but a you fad, know what? Yeah. Print some money. Go for well, it. Well, again, we have 20 taps, and we have to keep beer on all 20 taps. Yeah. Of course. So. And you want something that appeals to a mass audience. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this probably misses the mark for me, but I don't frequently go out looking for milkshake IPAs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's, um, I like it solid. It's, um, it's, it's about, it's actually about the, with, I, with milkshake IPAs, it's about the fruit specifically. Right. Um, it's not even so much, it's all things are, are pretty equal. You know, it's about the fruit. Um, I, I, I like mango in this setting. There are other fruits I like better. Like I, I like peach, actually. Yeah. I, I freaking, I dig peach. Actually, yeah. I, I love peach. So, uh, so there's, so there's, there, there's that, but like, I mean, it's, it, it's fine. It's drinkable. It, it's with milkshake IPAs. It's always like, okay. So the thing is, I mean, part of the reason why I like IPA it's because it's crushable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, well, and flexible. And we, and we, and we you can eat food. It's, it's parable. It's flexible. Yeah. Flexible, you know. So um, the one thing about milkshake IPAs, and that's like across the whole genre, is that they're they're not as flexible, actually. Yeah. You know, they actually weirdly, even though it's an IPA. Yeah. Like, I, I have no idea you know. what you would pair that with. No, I don't either. Something, I, I something, think something I mango. I think you're just drinking it by itself. We stayed away from mango because we have mango habanero, so we didn't. Yeah, we didn't yeah. want to right. have correct too many beers with mango in it. So, but yeah, we've thought about the mango. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's I think it's our number three or four bestseller right now. So yeah, it's gonna yeah, st- yeah. it's gonna stay around. Um, well, well, but much mango like tropical print that money. Go for it. Well, yeah, and, and melons. Sells. Tropical fruits and melons are very popular down here across yeah. the board. Not even just beer. Like yeah. it, they sell well in grocery stores. Yep. Like it's it's pop it's a popular fruit. People like it. You know. And so that, that's you know if you if you can pair it well if you can make it work in a beer then then it's sure. going to work you know yeah. like it's it's is, is what it is but no it's it, nah, it's it's fine it's it's good so for sure so all right what's next all right we well, got the last two I think are pepper beers mm. all right so let's start with the uh, <laughs> mango mango habanero so this is oh, a this is gold medal yeah winning yeah. yeah and it was in the spiced beer category. Yeah, it was in the chili beer category. Chili yeah. beer, which yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of competition. So, so in you that beat category. you beat Billy's chilies. Billy's chilies. Yeah. <laughs> we beat Billy's chilies. <laughs> Billy's chilies. That's 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 important. Setting that's the bar start. very high. <laughs> yeah, like, kick their ass. Um, all right. So in this particular batch, uh, what do you think? What, what what occurred on this batch? Because obviously this was, this was a pretty good batch. So okay. this was we got the heat level right where we wanted it. Again, the heat's on the backside. Um, it's should be sweet. Um, mango up front, and yeah, then yeah. you smell the habanero. Yeah, yeah, you get you get the spice in the back. Yeah, you get the yeah. spice in the back and on the finish, um, which is exactly the way we it should be. Well, yeah, yeah, you want it to, you want spice to be a complement of the uh, of the flavor. You don't want it to be something you're, you want. You want to lead with spice. You want to lead because that's what makes it's kind of like the, the kind of the, the uh, yeah. signature of a of a spice beer is that that you. Or a spicy food too, unless unless you're one of those people that are crazy spicy. You want it to be like, okay, I'm eating this. Oh, it's a little bit of kick to this. Yeah. Not so much like a, oh my god, it's 
crazy, like like you know, like like man versus food type yeah. stuff, you know, or, or whatever. So no, so th- this this hits that that easily for sure. Like you you get the mango on the front, uh, you taste it, it's a nice good sweetness. It's very neutral. Know. It actually could be more in the spicy direction if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we, we and again that's part of some of the flexibility, <laughs> or uh, some of the flexibility rather, some of the var- variations that we have, and it, it a lot of it depends just on the peppers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and for a while there, we were trying to throw more peppers at it to get it hot, but then it's it, it's a it's a balancing act, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's one of those we're going to try and keep it in a range. We always want the heat to be on the back end. Um, yeah, you got to keep it sellable. I totally and, understand. Well, and, and we and want, want peop- we want, want people to be a sixteen ounce good. Well, we want people to have be able to have a couple of them, right, yeah, and not yeah. be blown away. So we we don't want you drinking one. You're going to have one here next that it's got more heat than that. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah. So you know, it's it's right where I think we we want it to be. It's just yeah. a matter of being consistent with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Air temperature as the beer pours and sits around. I find with, with with chili beers, if you can get them right out of the tap when they're served at what forty degrees. Yep. That's usually when they are like their primo. Yep. And then as you allow it to become closer to room temperature, you kind of venture into okay. Well now. If there are, if there is too much heat, it may become intolerable. Right. And so, yeah. in your experience with, because you've been dealing with this recipe now for, I'm going to say, over a year, how would you quantify? Like, if I'm drinking 16 ounces of this, in your opinion, obviously, which has changed, going batch to batch to batch, yeah. how fastly, how fast should I drink this and enjoy it the way that you anticipate me drinking it? It definitely gets hotter uh, the closer it gets to room temperature. Correct. So if you want it to be hotter you drink it at slower room temperature. yeah of course yes. um if the colder it is i think the the cold helps keep some of that heat down i agree so, yeah, yeah, and, yeah and we've and we've seen that in sensory um where we've actually been tasting it and we'll taste it straight out of the fermenter when it's in the 30s and we're yeah. like eh, it's not really hot enough and then it sits around and somebody will go taste it again once it's at room temperature and it's like whoa is that yeah. the same beer that we just yes. tried? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's yeah. a balancing act, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's trying to find, uh, again, we, we want it to be right out of the tap um, yeah. if it gets hotter. Yeah. I tried um, making a yeah. jalapeno blueberry wit, and I call it the spicy blue balls. But if you drank it right out of the tap, it was actually good. It was about, but it was four ounce good. Because yeah. after about six ounces, yeah. If you let it sit around much at all, he'd start gnawing on you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, fast. <laughs> fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Yes, we we find sure. the same thing. Um, it it when it warms up, it gets hotter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't know scientifically why that happens, but I'm sure it has something to do with the capsaicin. And, and it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, but I I don't know the scientific reason behind it. Heat maybe. The same reason like why like pouring or. hot sauce on food may taste terrific on the food, but if you were just to drink the hot sauce out of the bottle, yep. you'd be like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Um, yeah. I, whatever that scientific reason is, I, I imagine it's the same reason. Or like eating butter. Or eating butter. Eating yeah. butter, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's totally the same. Like, if you eat butter, it's nasty. You put butter on anything. God, I don't, I don't it's know. Great. I think I could actually eat butter. And it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's no, actually no, no, pretty no. good. That's, it's, I, 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 a friend told me it's nasty. Oh. <laughs> I, I, okay. You know, so just, you know, not me, not me specifically. I got you. Well, someone you know told what? me that to you just each, can't just fucking eat butter. To each their own. To each their own. But you know, no judgment. Whatever. So no, no judgment. Ju- it's a judgment-free zone. So, uh, so let, so let's, right. uh, let's and, try. It. I think this is the last. And, and this is the last, but definitely not the least. And this is where right now they have 22 ounce bombers. 
A yes. few left, yeah. We yes. we actually bottled, I think, three hundred or three hundred fifty. Yeah, one of the two. I don't. I don't remember. It was a long day. <laughs> and we are down to the last of the last of that bottle release, which is... And that bottle release is from a different batch. This is actually... Or it's the same batch. Same batch. So yeah. the same batch. Because you've got... I'm drinking... We're drinking off the tap. Yeah, we yeah. had some kegs, and, and we've slow walked the kegs. Ah, that's smart. Uh, how yeah, old are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, so that's actually a barrel-aged beer. It spent, um, I think, nine months in tequila barrels. Um, it's an imperial stout, 10% ABV. Um, Solid. We, yeah. It was in teque- tequila barrels. I'm not sure which one you're drinking. Um, it's cocoa nibs, vanilla, uh, three different kinds of Mexican chilies. Ooh, that is nice. <laughs> it's it's that, good. That, that is sexy. It's spicy. It's got it's yeah, got but, some spice to it. But but it's I it, there's a uh, a consistent underlying oh, yeah. coconut it's, sweetness. Wow, that's good. Oh my god. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got it's got some kick on the back end, it, it's but it's got like, so much flavor yeah. on the front end. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's like if um, if mounds tasted really good, and they had a spicy version. Mm-hmm. It's excellent like, chocolate mounds. It's like that. It, it, yeah. It's like it's like super high and expensive mounds, yeah, but yeah. spicy version. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we hit it with a lot of cocoa nibs. We actually use. Um, um, Pinellas chocolate. Oh, okay. So we used uh, their cocoa nibs, um, Madagascar vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think the vanilla, unfortunately, gets completely. It, it, may, is that what's giving me the coconut flavor? It may add some to the mouthfeel, but it, I think it's gotten completely blown away by a the more assertive. Yeah. But, but there's no actual coconut. No, there's it. no coconut. But, but so, so the vanilla is what's happening. And, yeah. and, and it could be also coming to room temperature. If we had this yeah. straight out the tap at 40 yeah. degrees, it might actually have a different profile. Yeah, so the, the, there, there's but, so many different layers to it. Oh, it, my God, it's, it's complex. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's turned yeah. out really that, good. That's so 10%. It, that's 10%, yeah. Boy, that, that, that thing will take your lunch money. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's, it's interesting because we didn't want to do, like, pastry stout sweet. Like we yeah, didn't want yeah. the cloying heavy. I, I don't think it's it's, it's not it's not like and um, so we went obnoxious. With a more a lighter. Yeah, yeah, style yeah. I, as far as body goes, it's sweet for sure. But I, I think it, some I of that. I think it's like this because it, it's the right amount of sweetness and the the spice right makes it like whoa. You just like it's like a different like it's it, you literally are. It's almost like you're drinking two or three different beers. Yeah. Was that, that entered? Beer. Was that entered yeah. in any contest? We did, and actually, it was. What was the feedback? It was like? the worst feedback we got on any really? of our beers. Yeah, because oh, they right. they felt the uh, the chili was inappropriate. Uh, for what? For uh, we entered it into a I think in. So this wasn't in, like a this style. wasn't actually in the chili category. No, we you can only do one entry per. Oh, okay. Yeah. Understandable. Okay. So, but yeah, I would so love to have seen how that would have done. Yeah. So it's competing against a lot of like super super sweet beers, yeah. a lot of yeah. chocolate, like a lot of German chocolate cakes. Yeah. yeah. So and we we kind of like we kind of chuckle about it because it's it's probably one of the beers people are most passionate about. Um, we actually had people that drove here from Orlando to buy a case of it because they had it at a bottle share. Somebody took it to a bottle share, and so oh, they yeah, literally yeah. drove from Orlando to St. Pete to, to buy a case of it. Oh, so sure, it was, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and what was the passion behind it? I, I'm not sure what it was. It just, it was <laughs> Best guess, answer you've ever heard right there. Yeah, I, I, That's I, honesty. No, I mean, it's it's a great beer. It's, it's a, it's, I agree. Yeah, it's a great I, beer. In fact, as, after we finish this segment, I'm going to 
well, I'm not going to use the word demand. I'm going to politely request a fresh out of the tap yeah. four ounce pour because I want to have it at yeah. cold temperature to contrast it against this. Because I feel like this is this is good, but I feel like the complexity is almost punching me in the face. Yeah. And I kind of want to have it more out of the tap to see how different that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I, I feel it, like the heat is kind of like. The heat's kind of like making it all about the heat, and it's not about the well, heat. Well, yeah. yeah, and so we're gonna do again. We'll, we're gonna do that same beer again. It was our second bottle release, okay. um, and so our first bottle release went really well, and we sold out of all the bottles. But we only bottled, I think, two hundred bottles. Did, did you keep any? We kept some back for I was us. Like, Please do, yeah. because yeah. I feel like if you were to age that, yeah. So and we've kept. We we've always kept some back. Um, oh, yeah, in yeah. addition, uh, that we, we wouldn't sell, just so that at some point when we have an anniversary party, we can pull it out. Or maybe yeah. a special podcast, or you know. Special, yeah. Or yeah. a special yeah. podcast, podcast when you guys come you back know. again. Yeah. yeah, come back for an anniversary party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, um, yeah, it was be triple wide. one of those we, uh, <laughs> we are really proud of it. Um, I think next time we won't do as much heat. So we used two of the chilies we knew. And I can't, I'm not even going to try and butcher the name. It's all good. The third chili was this little red chili that we didn't realize how much heat. We, we put it in a tea and we tasted it before we used it. And we're like, okay, there's some heat there. Um, so like, we put it in a beer. Did you literally just put the chili in the no, tea? No, we, again, we blended it up the same way we blended the chilies. Got and it. We actually took right. a mixture and made a tea because we wanted oh. to see yeah. what it was going to do to the you beer. You want to simulate okay. the heat yeah, 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 profile. Yeah. That makes yeah. total sense. Clearly the yeah. water, very, clearly, very intelligent. Yeah. clearly the water did not extract the same level of heat that the beer did. And it was probably some of the alcohol in it that oh, caused yeah. the additional... The, the steeping process. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we will change that and use either less or not use that same chili. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it won't be as spicy next go around, but yeah. Okay. What were you hoping for? That same beer. Uh, it's exactly what we were hoping for. We just, it's I, a little, I it's, it's a little bit intense. I would have preferred a little less spice. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's it's burning a little bit. Yeah, now. it burns. That's why we, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. we drink it less. I kind of feel like taste. if I had, uh, either like a a nice little serving of flan, or maybe if I had like a what's the Mexican cake? Is it ke- ke- uh, leche? Leche cake? Uh, I have like a, like, a, like a leche cake with yeah, this. something like that. Yeah. So. That you could, I could see myself just kind of enjoying having the two bounce off each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So. So there. Okay. So in these eight beers, we have tried a variety of things. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. From from funky to, to the hoppy. And, to and the I've spicy, been drinking the like, award winning double IPA on the background, actually. Yeah, yeah. So actually, so yeah. nine. While the milkshake. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I. Overall, I think, just like we thought the last time, that the beer here is actually very, very good. Yeah, you, yeah. If you happen to be in Pinellas or if you're downtown St. Pete and you're a beer lover, absolutely check out Descent. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I kind of feel like they're underserved in regards to how good the quality of the product and the attention to detail that they have is, is what I would consider to be probably as good as anybody else is out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's three audiences that gotta get here. Okay, for one. Okay, it used to be a time where, like, like last year, it was like, okay, if you're, you know, pre-gaming, or or you're post-gaming, downtown St. Pete, mm-hmm. one way or the other, please use Uber. Correct. Lyft. Correct. You know, you gotta come through here. That's one crowd. And there's a local crowd. Like, hey, if you're in the area, man, hey, yeah. come on. Man. So, like, so, in your area. So like, the Rays gotta, are playing at 7 o'clock, and it's on a Saturday. Plan your day, man. Come out here to Descent about 3 o'clock. Yeah. Try some really good beers. 
get to where you got to get to to get yeah. back in town. Yeah, and I get exactly. it, pregame, wherever you want to pregame, but you're not going to have better beer in St. Pete than yeah, this. Yeah, if you want good beer, you'll come here. You're not going to have good so, I mean, I, yeah. I would say in, in terms of IPAs, I'm not going to put them on the same level as maybe a cycle. But in terms of the Man, beer experience, that's like, you know. for the beer experience, you're going to have a really great you're selection. Like, you're you're going to have really good opportunities, and, and I guarantee you're going to come back. Yeah, exactly. You will you will come back here. You'll you'll have you'll have. You're, you're lucky to have IPAs. this so close to you. Absolutely. And the right and the third audience is just anybody who likes beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you if, know, you're, if you're if you're a beer like lover, beer, like a variety. You know, you know. And and talk about having a, uh, access to the people who physically make the product, who will sit there and talk to you about it, mm-hmm. yeah. what they did, why they did, why they love it. Uh, you can offer them name suggestions. They'll probably listen yeah, to we, you. We love name suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe do that. You're you're not going to be disappointed in the the experience that you have here. It's just it's a cool, fun place to come. They make very quality product, and and trust me, we know quality. Yeah, we drink dual gold medals. Okay, so you know two gold medals. (laughs) That that tells you right there. Any any like this guy's always talking about. No, they won two gold medals. Trust me. No, because a lot lot of Instagram posts you see, it's like, oh, we won a bronze. You know what? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong because it's a mountain. Exactly. Exactly. Like we were here a year ago, and I feel. You know, and, and I didn't feel like they needed our help, but I felt like, well, you know, they're just getting started, and you know, and I like I like the people, and I. But you know what? I th- I think they've got a chance. They they have a sur- surpassed well oh, yeah, well yeah. well past what I thought they were even capable of Kick doing. Kicking ass on Lilman. Lilman. That's it, Lilman. That, that should be that should be your motto. Lilman Lilman Logger coming soon. Yeah, all right, man. Did he just right. name drop? No, I did not name drop. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. Balls and Brew exclusive. So. All right, so for now, the glasses are empty. Mics are off. This is Balls and Brew.